don't think shit stink pink gators My Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn Dead right, if the head right, Biggie there and I Papa been school since days of under rules Never lose, never choose to, Bruce Cruz who? Do something to us, talk go through us Girls want to us, wanna do us, screw us, who us? Yeah, Papa and Puff, close like Starsky and Hutch Stick to clutch, here I squeeze three at your cherry M3 Bang every MC easily Hello, N-words and white people. Uh, Welcome to Detroit's Grouchiest Radio, (laughs) Season 7, Episode 6. I heard a comedian once say, if you're going to say that is the same thing. No, it's not. You are. I'm just not repeating Biggie, because he's dead. Look what saying the N-word gets you. Dead and in the ground. (laughs) Just like Biggie. How did Biggie die? He got hypnotized. Said the N-word. They I shot mean, him a hundred times. Okay, that I, didn't kill him, but then he dies of respiratory failure. I'm you know. I'm guessing it was it was a shooting. But he was assassinated. Yeah, yes. sure. <laughs> but but who who did that? Was I don't it Chris remember. Rock that did the bit on yes. Tupac saying he was that he got, he got assassinated on the Las Vegas Strip after a Tyson fight, <laughs> yes. and there was no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, never, I mean, I know Biggie got Biggie got murdered for he his for. For Tupac's slaying, right? Yeah, that, that's that's the rumors. Did he get shot with like a fifty millimeter? Uh, <laughs> like it uh, had to be an elephant gun or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like an eight gauge shotgun. Like it was the fifty cal that Rambo kills that dude at point blank in yeah. the new Rambo was, movie. There ain't no forty five taking that fat motherfucker yeah. down. Oh, you imagine like a nine millimeter? Oh, he would yeah. laugh in your face. Oh, he probably got shot by so many nine millimeters. <laughs> they wouldn't even get through the fat. That's when he was like first, you know, first it's coming like onto the scene. Shooting a hippo. <laughs> you have to use. Nicholas is double barrel. <laughs> shoot both barrels at once. <laughs> That's just to, to subdue him for a second, and then you throw the grenade at him. Yeah. Run him over with armored <laughs> truck. You have to use that gun from the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was almost like they re-killed Tupac when they killed Biggie, because it's almost safe to assume that he ate Tupac. After he <laughs> That's where he's recording all those... Uh, those songs from the grave. Yeah. Tupac was inside Biggie's so stomach. Did little did you know there's a recording studio inside of <laughs> Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Yeah, he actually was not. He was a light eater, actually. He just had a lot of room in there. He had all that. Yeah. All that he only ate little Negroes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He had all yeah. that eggshell, like, soundproofing in there. You can only fit so much food. <laughs> did we say what episode this is? We didn't. Yes, we did. Oh, okay, no, cool. Did, yeah, I couldn't remember. Uh, Goofus <laughs> was doing the intro, but I think he just decided to... <laughs> I yeah. like it. Walk anyway, the boundaries got, of little, racism during. We got a little so. uh, distracted. Um, I'm here Instead with the show. many people. Squirrel is here. What's up? Nicholas uh, is here. What up? I'm eating too, so it's gonna be distracting. Dig- Diggler is also here. Hey, all I got is hard dicking conversation for you. Fantastic. Uh, Fizzle is on the, the comfy couch. What's up? The casual Thursday couch. Bonette is here without a mic. Can you guys hear me? We can't hear you. Good. Unfortunately. And as always, in recent memory. Our faces on the board. <laughs> Can we go? All right, this is a task for everybody. It won't take that long. But the intro is done. It's eight oh eight. I'm just yeah. throwing that out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little. This is for all of our viewers. If you're bored, uh, I once want to go through all 123 episodes and see. It's in the t- first ten. It's like episode nine or ten or something like that. No, I want to see how many times I ask if my microphone's oh. on. <laughs> I, I want to say asking at least half of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> The other half, you want to know so what happens when every episode you show up at 7:59 and 40 right. seconds. So you guys didn't even adjust my levels. <laughs> just assume it's good from last week. <laughs> yeah. Which it usually are. Yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. 
With like, there, there was that 10 episode period where you like decided to like talk really low though. Everybody would be like, hey, 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 Fizz, what's up? He'd be like, hey, guys, what's going on? We'd be like, what, what, what's going on? It's like, do you have laryngitis or something? Ar- artifact of a cold? I <laughs> Barry White moment or what? Yeah, it was the Barry White artifact. You're clearly gay. Lickle was actually called to say I may be late this week and he showed up like right before Artifact. (laughs) We're both on time, I might add. They were both on time. I showed up at like 7.56, he showed up like 7.58, so it was perfect. (laughs) But um, today, good episode today. Oh, we we got a ton lined up. Yeah, we get a ton lined up, which is really good that we, you know, started a little late and Intro. had a ten-minute ten intro. It's <laughs> a teaser. No, we got a we got a great show for you guys tonight. We got Megan Hermes Woo. from um, Woo, woo. Uh, from California, singer songwriter, calling <laughs> in. We have Max on the panel discussion, talking movies, and we're debuting a new segment. We got um, Johnny calling in with some business tips. Yeah, how to save some money. One of the newest members of the uh, the Grouty team, Grouty contributor. Johnny, and uh, we got a new kids corner for you too. So uh, this episode is jam. Oh, and kids. oh shit! What's that other thing we're doing too, Nicholas? Oh, your spotted dick. Oh, spotted dick. dick. Spotted yeah. dick. Um, is actually not going to happen tonight. Oh, oh spotted dick's not happening tonight. Thank oh, fuck. fantastic. Thank Next God. week though, <laughs> we we didn't realize the instructions. Oh, you gotta cook uh, it. You gotta cook it. We gotta want to do it right. We want to make it taste as yeah, good as it possibly. If you can. were really grouty, you'd eat it raw. Yeah. Uh, oh, I agree. Actually, no. I, that should be probably what we should do. Do they have spam in like England and, and Australia? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's called Great A Beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is the spam there just There's what the World War Two soldier Americans left there <laughs> <laughs> just didn't eat and I they just, still haven't eaten it either? I was wondering if they turned their nose no. up to spam. They've never we, had spam like we. Turn our nose up to some of their nasty crap. There's a little uh, little uh, comedy troupe that you may have heard of called Money Python that did a song in the 60s about spam. <laughs> so they might have spam in the UK. Not sure. I know it definitely travels over, uh, over yes, the fine, oceans because yes. it's, it's enormous in Hawaii. Spam is just is. huge yeah, in Hawaii. With everything in Hawaii. Yeah. On the pizzas, the red spam and mac everything. and cheese—it's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. We always like here, here in the you know the, the in the forty-eight, we always uh, call the Hawaiian pizzas you know either ham and pineapple or ham and bacon and pineapple or something. Yep. In Hawaii, it's usually spam and pineapple, yes, from indeed. what I've under what I understand, which just doesn't sound as good. Sounds say. awesome. Yeah. I bet you it's no, I, I actually take spam. I, I actually spam do like fam. it. Even like turkey spam, even though that should be an abomination. It, it should be, but it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I've had it. The spam light's not even bad, and that's, yeah, and why bother, but. Hey, look at that. Our rundowns have oh. just arrived. Oh, hey, we got one of those. Which is awesome. That would be a rundown. I don't even It's all in my head, man. Shit. Despite us actually talking about what we're just going to do, I have no idea what's going on. Hey, we're behind. <laughs> We're, we're way behind. Are we really? We'll catch up oh, yeah. really fast. Oh, sweet. We can we can try to break into if we got any dead cast or grouty's moment of the week, but... And also, you can call in at 734-259-4941, but <laughs> Megan Hermes is planning on calling in in about three minutes. Like stat. So if you call in at like 814... You don't want to miss it. Don't be like, oh, I called in to grow Detroit Grouty Radio and they didn't take my call. Don't, don't do that. I don't. heard she's got a really sexy voice. She does. <laughs> oh, and it looks like... She does. I've heard her music. Our caller is on right Oh. Now. Wow. A little early. Hello, you're on with Grouties. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hello, is, it, is this Megan? You're on with the Grouties on Detroit Grouty Radio. <laughs> Hi, Squirrel. Hey, this, this is Squirrel. You're, this is Squirrel. You're on with Squirrel and the rest of the Grouties. What's going on, Megan? 
not much. How's it going? We are doing well. We are actually freezing our butts off back here in Detroit. How is the weather out in uh, North Hollywood? Well, 66 and sunny, a high of 78 tomorrow, a high of 82 on Saturday. I really can't complain. Hey, it was sunny here today. Here. Yeah, we kind of hate you already. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous <laughs> we are. Yeah. yeah, I hear it's supposed to go up to like 40 by Monday for you guys. Yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. That's yeah. a blessing. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to be shorts. in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. isn't a joke. We probably have us will be in shorts. Well, yeah, because we have a winter party to go to next Saturday. <laughs> Heck yeah, i got to wear my bathing suit. You uh, you grew up here in Detroit, didn't you, Megan? I grew up there, yeah, yeah I did. Um, I just moved out here last May, and I never moved away from home before, so it's definitely an experience. Smart girl. Yeah, can't can't blame you for that, especially this time of year. I'm sure you're not missing this weather. I think we'd all move away, but we're just too stupid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I am too, I'm too lazy to move. <laughs> Thank you. It's hard to move out to California. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you'd go big or go home. Let me try and get as far away as possible. So. <laughs> well, we do appreciate you calling in, Megan. We I'm sure you didn't call in just to talk about the weather. We uh, we've been we've been listening to uh, your music all day. Pretty cool stuff. Very uh, very eclectic, very multi-genre type of type music. Um, you got. We're really digging it. Um, how long? Yeah, have you, thank you. How long have you been doing this? Um, actually, I started singing and writing when I was um, ten, but I quit for about six or seven years. I was in choir and stuff, but I was dancing pretty much my whole life, and I just picked up. Um, singing and writing again uh, in September, because I've been on tour with Charlie Wilson from the Gap Band, so I kind of always had stage fright with my voice, and just um, I just like lost touch of that part of my artistry and just kind of avoided it, because I never wanted to get like on stage and perform in front of people as far as singing goes, but you know, put me in front of a 10,000 people crowd dancing, and I had no problem. It really doesn't make any sense, but this when, always- um, when I was connecting with the producers and all the musicians that I've been on tour with, I was just like, you know, I moved out here and I'm just like, okay, well, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is, you know, perfect opportunity to get your foot in the door. So I did it. Um, I got my album finished in two weeks and I had a couple of record deals on the table. I turned them down because, you know, they weren't, industry doesn't like to play fair. So I'm just trying to shut my record right now and um, just do, do everything independently and go about it my own way. So... Yeah, your voice is amazing. Uh, you know, I don't think you have any reason to be uh, afraid to be on stage. You know, I don't know what it was, but it's just like getting on stage and singing in front of people. It was like, oh my God, like I didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> it was just um, a confidence thing, I guess. But um, especially I quit school at 16. So when I quit school and I wasn't in choir anymore, I mean, it was pretty much a wrap for, you know, the singing part of it. And I just, I never really picked up a pen. I didn't really care anymore. I just wanted to dance all day and so. But, so, you know, none of us uh, obviously are that talented, so we don't really know exactly what you're going through. But when you're dealing with the record companies and they're all, you know, trying to be crooked, I mean, how do you find somebody that's going to be real with you and uh, take care of you? Well, it's hard because everybody is a shark in this business. But, um, you know, I had a really good producer and he kind of just steered me in the right direction. And I had a really good, um, a really good relationship with him and he referred me to his um, entertainment attorney. And I mean, you can kind of get a good vibe of who's being genuine and who's not. And, and he was on my side. And, and I guess it's just a trust thing. I mean, I don't know. He could have totally steered me in the wrong direction. 
but I don't believe that he did that. You know, I did my own homework on it. I bought books. I did my research, and and he was right. Everything that was in there was pretty much BS. So um, it's kind of just a matter of doing your own homework and then just trusting the person that you're working with. Because even the attorneys sometimes, I mean, you really can't trust them. It's kind of just a hit or miss, and just hope that you know you make the right decision. Do you have to uh, employ some very big dudes to uh, take care of problems when uh, they arise? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, this is uh, a lickless. Um, hey, I was just curious because your music is pretty different. All every song is. I mean, it is eclectic, as uh, Squirrel mentioned. What are your influences? Just oh, I'm always. I always wonder when an album is so varied. Like, what are the influences? Because there's so many different. You know, sounds. that's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like I have like five different personalities because you know, as a dancer, my influences are. You know, I love Britney Spears. I grew up on her. And I love, um, well, that's hard to say. I love Britney Spears because of, of her as a performer. When it comes to musical influences, um, Amy Winehouse, Incubus, Adele, Alice in Chains. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm a music lover all around. But I think just because, I think the only reason why I, I even have a few pop songs is just coming from um, the dance, the dancer in me because, you know, I just, when I hear a beat, I just want to get up and start moving. But I think as far as, as a genuine musician goes, I think, um, you know, I look more for, like, you know, the, the singer-songwriters, the music with meaning. I, I like alternative music, and um, Amy Winehouse is definitely my biggest influence, um, which is kind of, it kind of sucks to say because she's so messed up now, but just her music and her writing is, yeah, <laughs> she is, but um, her music and her writing is so different. It's so Motown and, you know... God bless her. I hope she gets better because I'm just like waiting for another album to come out because I just get so bored with everybody and I'm like, where the hell is Amy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get her back on. I'm like, they just posted something on Facebook about her her goddaughter coming out with uh, some single and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, well, this is great, but where's Amy's new uh, video? <laughs> Hey, no. I have to ask you because your song Stevie is definitely more of a dance song. Um, and th- this is a little <laughs> off it's subject a little awesome. bit, but uh, do you like Robin? Because I love Robin, but she's like just for some reason not making it in the U.S. Even though she's huge over in Europe. And I was just curious if you ever listened to her. You know what? I've heard a few of her stuff, um, a few of her songs. Um, I-, I don't really know her much to judge or to say that I like her. I don't. I, I probably would. Um, judging from the few songs that I have heard, I mean, I think that she's great from what I've heard, but I, I really haven't paid too much attention to her. But again, back to the musical influences, um, I love house music, so like, you know, Tiesto, Armin, yeah. Van Buren, um, Edward Maya, I mean, I love house music, so especially like when it comes to like doing like really weird shit on my album, like putting like a song like Stevie next to a song like All That I Can, it's like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just, like, it's kind of just how I'm feeling that day. Like, if I feel like, you know, I'm in a pop mood, I'm going to make a pop song. If I feel like getting deep and emotional, you know, I'll give you an acoustic song. I guess it just depends, but, but yeah, Robin is cool. I have to check out her stuff now that you mentioned her. Yeah, she's uh, she came out with uh, three EPs last year, actually, So, uh, yeah, but uh, the Body Talk 1 and 2, are they're really good, so... <laughs> I was yeah, just, I'll check her out. I was listening to some of your music on uh, Reverb Nation today, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I listened to all three songs that are on there, and then I listened to all three songs again. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I think, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
Oh, uh, you mentioned your new record. Does um, just a few? We just want to get uh, get some info out there about it. Does uh, it have a name yet? And uh, is there like a, a release date or a release party or any festivities going on around the release that you want to talk about? Um, it's in the making right now. Um, the album is titled Anxiety. It should be out on iTunes hopefully in the next couple months, and then I'll work on a release party and, and a specific release date. But right now, um, I'm working on getting a single out in the next month. Um, just have to sign a couple of production agreements and stuff. So um, that single will be Mary Jane. That should be out in the next month. I think hopefully we uh, mid-March. I think we're all gonna want to come out to that release party. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can speak yeah, for you everyone. Guys yeah, you definitely should. You guys will know about it for sure. <laughs> Do you have any uh, upcoming shows? I saw that you had just uh, played a couple shows uh, this past weekend. I have um, a show on the 24th, but it's in West Hollywood. It's at the Palms Bar. Um, wow. And I'm going to start a Regency there, so I'll be playing there um, every other Thursday. And then uh, hopefully I'll have a couple upcoming shows at the House of Blues and at the Key Club. But oh. as far as Michigan goes, I don't plan on coming back to Michigan until probably May. But I haven't said anything up. Um, for there yet just because I don't know exactly when I'm going to be back but um, I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that and you guys come out oh, we've check me out live Absolutely. we would love that and we'd love to maybe have you uh, set something up here in Michigan especially if you're coming back in May that'd be uh, be very cool yeah for sure one of the things yeah, I was wondering I uh, one of the things I was wondering Megan since you were talking about uh, your dancing background do you have a lot of choreography going on, on on stage when you do your stage shows yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't really understand. Did you ask if I did my own choreography? Well, I, I was just wondering if you have a lot of choreography going on when you do your own stage shows and perform your own stuff. Um, Being that a lot of my stuff really doesn't call for it, I mean, except for the very few pop songs that I have, no, there's not too much going on. Um, I'm sure once I put, like, a complete, like, hour and a half show, you know, right now, like, I only do probably, like, 35, 40 minutes sets. Um, once I get up to like an hour, or an hour and a half, um, then there'll be more choreography and stuff going on. But I mean, right now I don't really even have dance. I don't even have dancers in my show. It's just the band and me because, um, like I said, a lot of it really doesn't call for it. Um, I mean, you heard some of the stuff. It's, it, it wouldn't make sense except sure. for, you know, I could hire a couple dancers to come out for Stevie and, you know, maybe Restless. I don't know if you guys heard that one or Anxiety, but it would kind of not really make sense to have some dancers come out for, you know, just three songs. But, I mean, I definitely perform. I definitely do my own choreography. It's more so improv. It's, it's not really choreographed. It's kind of just however I feel like moving to that specific song when it's on, but but not so much. Hey, I do have to ask you, you're from Detroit, so is the song Stevie about Steve Eiserman? <laughs> it's not. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um... He could definitely, you know, think that or, you know, jam <laughs> to it if he wants to. But it's not about Steve Eisman. It's, uh, it's about a good friend of mine um, whose name is Stevie. And it was just supposed to be an inspirational song for him. And um, and it was catchy, you know. His name is, is kind of catchy. It's kind of just, just worked. Um, that song just, I don't know how that song happened. To be honest with you, I don't know how any of my songs happen. It's like we, we'll pull one song and we'll be like, Inspired by it, me and my producer, and, and it'll turn out to be like something on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I'll just be sitting there, like, how did this happen? Like, <laughs> we were not going for this, and 
But no, it's definitely not about Steve Eiserman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of assumed that after listening to it a couple times, but I was just, you know, hoping in the back of my head that I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because uh, my aunt was listening to Mary Jane and she's like, Megan, who's Mary Jane? And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just like laughing. And like, she's like younger. She's, you know, she's only 28. 29 and I'm just like Zena are you serious and she was like yeah is, is that a friend of yours or and she was serious like dead be serious and I'm like wow <laughs> it can be a friend <laughs> yeah it's like it's just a friend of mine <laughs> we hang out every once in a while like you know every afternoon or so <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> close friend of mine <laughs> Well, that's awesome to uh, hear somebody from Detroit, you know, making it and going out and doing their own thing. Do you uh, do you take any uh, friends with you, or you know, do you just go out there by yourself? Or uh, you no, I moved out here with a roommate, and um, it didn't work out after a month. We went our separate ways. We're actually better friends now than we were when we were living together. But we knew each other from Michigan, and um, I ended up getting my own place, and I'm out here by myself. Um, I've met a couple of people, but everybody here is a flake be honest with you it's like can't. <laughs> they're no better than the music industry it's like you can't trust anybody so it's kind of nice though being like you know it gets lonely sometimes but for the most part it keeps me focused and it's not i don't have any distractions or you know no drama nothing like that so i just get to focus on myself and my career and just you know live peacefully which is nice so no complaints there uh, you had mentioned uh, the band you're playing with how many piece band are you uh, rolling out with when you uh, play your stage shows um, between five and, and usually about five. I mean, there's me, the bass player, the drummer, um, the guitar player, the violinist, um, and sometimes I'll throw in, um, a second guitar player, you know, I'll have an acoustic and an electric, but, um, for the most part, around five or six, including myself. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that, um, most of us here are pretty big White Stripes fans, so I'm, I'm thinking you need to go to Tennessee and uh, record an album there at Third Man Records and uh, put it on vinyl, because um, we love to listen to vinyl, so it'd be great to have one of your albums on vinyl. Vinyl. <laughs> it's making a comeback. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a new CD. I will definitely get get on that. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, the band, is the band you play with in your live shows, are they the uh, same musicians that appear on your record or are going to appear on your record? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can hear you. The, uh, I'm sorry. The... Um, the musicians that you're playing with that uh, perform with you uh, in your, on your live shows, are they the uh, same musicians that appear on your record or are going to appear on your record? No. Um, the musicians that played on my record are actually all from Detroit, every single one of them. Oh, fantastic. And the musicians, you know, most of my shows are out here because, you know, I haven't came back to Detroit in a while, so most of my shows have been here. So, um, yeah, they're all from here. But, I mean, they, they learn the stuff. They're not the original composers of it, but, you know, they're easy to work with. They get a good vibe of it. And, you know, a lot of them are really cool and just, you know, fun to be with on stage, which is good. But I think I'm actually going to have a hard time when I come back and play shows because, uh, you know, those musicians that I played with, you know, aren't really available like that. You know, doing studio time for an hour is one thing, but then getting them out for a show and then rehearsals and all that kind of stuff is just, like, 
nearly impossible. Because most of the people that actually recorded on my album are from the gig that I dance on, um, you know, with, with the Gap Band, Charlie Wilson. So they're always on the road. And, um, you know, normally I'm on the road with them, too. I don't know how much longer I'll be doing this, though. So if, in fact, I'm not on the road anymore and then they are, I'm going to run into a big problem because I don't really know too many musicians in, in Michigan other than the ones that I work with. So I think you're going to make it. I'll have to put up like a Craigslist ad, like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> hey, we watch. We are we are the Craigslist watchdogs. So. <laughs> well, this is uh, this is Megan Hermes on Grouty Radio. Megan, this is Adam. Uh, what are the? I mean, as far as your type of music goes, your style of music goes, uh, what's the? I mean, what's the comparison between the uh, the Hollywood scene and the Detroit scene? Um, the Hollywood scene drives a hard bargain. Um, a much harder bargain um, than the Detroit scene just because, you know, they've seen it all, they've done it all, they see it all the time. Whereas Detroit, it's like they're always hungry to see new people, more people. Um, you know, they're they're happier, just like you guys said, like, you know, you're happy for me to, to see someone from Detroit, you know, going out there and trying to do their thing. Well, as here, it's just like it's one competition after another. So you definitely see more support from people in Detroit, especially being that that's my hometown. And um, just just more genuine, a genuine crowd. And, like, even if they hate your stuff, they'll still cheer you on and they'll still, you know, just be like, rock out, even if they absolutely are like, okay, this is terrible stuff. But out here, it's just like, you can read the people's faces. Like, it's, if, if you're losing out there on stage, you will know in the first five minutes. So, <laughs> so that's the difference. Just It's just the vibe in general, just the people in general. I mean the same as when you're playing or when you're walking down the street. It's just a completely different atmosphere. Hey, Megan, before we wrap this up, is there any uh, shout-outs you want to give to any musicians or any people that have helped you out? Or um, is there uh, any uh, website yeah. you want to plug or anything? Go ahead. Yeah, actually, uh, Cordell Walton, he was my producer. He's amazing. Brittany Stigna, that's my best friend. She composed a lot of the um, acoustic tunes of mine. And I have a Facebook fan page. It's www.facebook.com slash Megan Hermes, M-E-G-Y-N-H-E-R-M-E-Z. Also, my website is under construction right now, but you can still check it out. Um, the full website should be up um, probably in a week or so. It's www.meganhermes.com. And that's it. Just uh, stay posted for my iTunes release date. And um, there are all the other updates that I'll be having. Hey Megan, after we uh, after we close up the interview, we're going to uh, play "All That I Can" it's in its entirety. Is there anything you want to say about that song at all, or uh, tell us a little bit about it? Um, all that I can, yeah, actually, um, that song has nothing to do with anything that I've ever gone through, which is very <laughs> funny. It's very funny coming from a songwriter. You think that songwriters write about experiences and things that they go through, which is very much so true. Um, most of my music is based off of things that I've gone through, but this song came out of nowhere. I have no idea how I ended up, you know, I think lyrically this is one of my best songs, and I don't know why, because I'm the heartbreaker in most of the situations, and this song <laughs> is about, you know, somebody who can't get over, you know, a heartbreak and, um, and just really being torn up about, you know, a love that they lost or whatnot. So, um, also I just want to thank Brittany Signa for, um, for playing on that song. She's an acoustic guitar player. She's amazing. Her stuff is out on iTunes as well, Brittany Signa. 
D-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-C-I-G-N-A. She's amazing. I actually oh, have one of her albums in my car right now. <laughs> do you really? I do, <laughs> on Polaroids. That's funny. Yeah, she wrote that. Um, that was written and composed when she was 15 years old. And I mean, I grew up with her. I've known her since we were eight. Grew up together. Um, I just got off the phone with her a couple hours ago. So she's phenomenal. I love her. Um, yeah, that's no, nice. I love that well, album. The whole album's really good. She's amazing. I mean, to think that somebody could do that at such a young age is just, like, mind-blowing. So, definitely, she's one of my biggest inspirations. So, check her out as well. Well, well you know what, Megan? We really appreciate your time, and we really appreciate everything you're doing for the industry and just for music in general. We uh, love your multi-genre uh, style, and uh, we really want to thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys for having me, and I'll definitely go to vinyl and uh, <laughs> get yeah. some good stuff about it. So You're awesome. <laughs> thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. No problem. We're going to do everything we can to help you make it even bigger than you already have. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good one. See ya. Bye See now. Cool. Hey, very man. cool. That was. That she was sounds cool. cool. Yeah, she's cool as hell. Yeah, that's cool. And... Like we said, we are going to jump in to play in All That I Can in its entirety. One of the uh, Megan Hermes tracks will be on her newest album, Anxiety.
Good stuff. I'm liking it. It's a good song, man. That's much better than uh, Choo Choo. Choo Choo. Oh, That's that was the name. Still Thank you. Poor Choo Choo. I got their album at home. If anyone wants it, I know it. you do. Yeah, it's at your home for a reason. No one wants that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the album cover was solid, though. <laughs> Speaking of massacres, um, I saw a movie. Oh yeah. Recently, it was on the, the pay-per-view, or the on-demand, as they call it now. Um, yeah. Piranha, not Piranha's in 3D. 3D. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Is that on a 3D TV? Yeah. What a train wreck that movie is. It's hilarious, but oh, my God, so bad. No ending. It just stops. It's great. And Are like, they right, just, like, eating everyone right and then at it the, ends? Like, the oh, shit moment of the plot is when the credits roll. Huh. Oh, sweet. So it's like No Country for Old Men. Is what kind of, yeah. yeah. Only... <laughs> Except it's not three hours long and boring as fuck. <laughs> Nobody makes a gun out of a pneumatic air compressor. <laughs> there isn't a scene where the piranha has like someone put their hand in their mouth and they're like, now press my mouth down. Yeah, no, uh, no piranhas have to flip a coin. Oh, okay. In piranha 3D. <laughs> I love, we just compared <laughs> piranha to we just compared a movie that won Best Picture to Piranha 3D. <laughs> And, and came up easily with several comparisons off the top of our head. So. And the positive ones were on Piranha 3D. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> did, it, did it win Best Picture? It did win Best Piranha Picture. Piranha did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richard Dreyfuss won Best Actor. Who's in Piranha? Uh, Richard, Richard Dreyfuss. Richard Dreyfuss. Oh. Oh, He's God. in it for about 15 minutes. Um, Does he oh. die? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Like right off the top. That A-list. Does he compose a uh, piranha orchestra? He does not. Oh. <laughs> um, Mr. Piranha's old. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue is in it of Karate Kid fame. Ooh. That Elizabeth Boot. Oh, we, we got we, we got a caller, guys. Ring-a-ling-ling. What's up? Hello, gentlemen. Oh, it's hey. the man. Who's this? What's going on, Dax? It's my hey, Valentine. Dax, yeah. Can I <laughs> yeah. thank you for the, the snail mail Valentine? Yes, yeah, that was awesome. awesome. Did we all get an envelope that just contained like a fourth grader's <laughs> yep. Star Wars Valentine? <laughs> I figured there'd be some anthrax in there or something. <laughs> I held it up to the light first, and I asked my wife, "I'm like, should I be scared here?" <laughs> One small. I was, I was actually gonna give you those little hearts, you know, with the with the symbols and the, like. Oh, I love you should. Those are all good. Those cool things, but I ate them all. So, <laughs> so all you got was the card. I'm real sorry. Dude, they're like 40 cents. Buy some more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I just wanted to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. And, and this, this movie focus, of course, that you guys know, is it's going to be focused on Valentine's Day and, and movies that you should bring your loved ones to. Oh, damn it. That's adorable. You know you're ruining all of our Valentine's Day right now. <laughs> no, no, I, listen, I personally I, can't wait to hear this list. <laughs> yeah. I am going to start you guys off. Are, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm going to start you off with probably it's going to be the biggest movie this weekend. Um, everybody loves them. It's the Justin Bieber. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> I mean, not Bieber. I'm sorry, Justin Bieber. Uh, never <laughs> say never. Uh, 3D movie. Can we end it, this call yet? <laughs> <laughs> you can hang up on me right now. <laughs> well, that was great. Thanks for coming on, Bex. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, come okay. see that this weekend. It, it may be, um, I guess, more akin to you guys. If uh, I I mentioned last time, just go with it with uh, Adam Sandler. The simple fact that the uh, SI swimsuit model Brooklyn Brooklyn Decker's in it, it is enough to see it. So <laughs> once again, that's the true Valentine's Day movie. If you don't want to see oh. Bieber, I mean Bieber. 
Although, <laughs> although I can definitely support us all getting hammered and going to see Justin Bieber in 3D and recording it. You know what? We can, you can all bring your Valentine's... Oh, you mean you didn't get your special 3D passes to Bieber and that, those Valentine's I gave you? No, mine, mine oh, was sorry. missing. I'm mine. sorry, guys. I took yours. I, well, I, <laughs> I must have kept those along with the uh, little hearts that I was supposed to get you. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm prohibited from seeing the Bieber movie under Megan's law. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, but uh, some of the other uh, love-filled movies that are, are coming out in the next month, let's let's get down to it. One's called The Eagle. Uh, you've been seeing that. Uh, it's actually... It's, oh, yeah. It looked kind of cheesy at first, but it, it was uh, it's directed by Kevin McDonald and it was uh, written by Jeremy Brock, uh, yeah, who did The Last King of Scotland with Forrest Whitaker and won okay. all those Academy Awards before. So it actually looks <laughs> pretty good. It's with Channing Tatum, uh, Jamie Bell of uh, Billy Elliot fame, and uh, Donald Sutherland. It's okay. basically a bunch of Romans who are, are looking for this lost legion and the uh, the main thing, and once again, going back into the Valentine theme that all um, men enjoy, I guess uh, Tatum got his uh, his penis burned during the, uh, the film. <laughs> oh, that's it. fantastic. So, oh, he's trying to make love to a bonfire, wasn't he? Exactly. <laughs> if, 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 once again, if anyone gets action, I'm glad it's, it's Channing Tatum. <laughs> I, I, just, I just heard his line readings were so dry, he spontaneously <laughs> combusted. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's uh, allegedly... Uh, well, no, we're not going to go on the the man on man Roman thing. We'll <laughs> talk about that later. Well, but, hopefully, uh, uh, for uh, for the women, uh, will you get to see Channing Tatum's abs? Because that dude has got some some killer abs if he's still rocking them from like he was in yep, GI absolutely. Joe. Absolutely, and also, Jim, believe it or not, Jamie Bell. Not once again, not that you know, I have any true feelings for him, but you know, <laughs> he has uh, Billy Elliot fame. Um, and his dancing, and he has a, a wonderful physique, and he was actually. They were talking about him being the next Spider-Man uh, before Garfield got it. So um, we'll see. We'll so see. that's so that that looks interesting. That's There's the part when we take our our boyfriends to a movie for uh, Valentine's Day, or what? Well, no. Once once again, um, with with the Romans, you can either do your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, that it just but depends on the day of the week, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Me, well, no, I'm not going to give you my days. You already know my days. <laughs> I already know your days, dude. The other day, so yeah. <laughs> all good. Uh, another movie that's coming out that I think you guys have probably seen commercials for all over the place is I Am Number 4. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty cool, it, actually. It, it, it looks pretty good. Uh, it, it stars Alex Petty for who's the up-and-coming hottie, uh, along with Timmy, uh, Tim Olsen and uh, Dinah Agron of uh, Glee fame. It's uh, kind of the suspense action thriller. He's uh, he's number four, and uh, the three before him are dead, and you know people chase him, and and he gets hot and kinky with Diana Agron, who's one of my favorites. So we'll see. I actually think that this thing is going to uh, catapult him to the next level, believe it or not. And uh, once again, we'll see. I'm, as you know, my my theme, as I said before, is is Valentine's Day. I, I had to give you the. Brooklyn Decker before I'm actually going into, you know, my Alex Petty four and, <laughs> and 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 all my other men. Speaking of my other men, Hayden Christensen is, is coming yes. out in a new movie. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, 
probably the, the best jumper slash Darth Vader ever in the history of movies. <laughs> <laughs> the only that I'm aware of, but I mean, totally awesome. Absolutely. He, uh, he's with John Leguizamo, and the thing that's interesting about this one is, I'm not sure if any of you guys saw Session 9. It was a really interesting movie by Brad Anderson. It's in my Netflix it's, queue. Uh, Christensen and Leguizamo are it's basically uh, survivors of this mysterious plague. The cool thing is that it takes place in Detroit. Oh. And I'm not sure if, if you heard, but he was here for a while filming parts of it. So I'm looking forward to that. That's actually coming out on February 18th. Awesome. And uh, that's battling the I Am Number 4 on February 18th, too. We'll see which one wins. I have a feeling that uh, Petty Four will beat out Haydenson, but uh, Haydenson, Hayden, I should say. But, yeah, <laughs> I like that Haydenson. That's good. That's, well, Haydenson's kind of my love name for, <laughs> for him. Um, that's know, what the Inquirer would call him if he was dating Brangelina himself. And I <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, um, Bex, I got a. This is Adam. I got a question for you. Did you hear about the uh, the rumors about? RoboCop having a statue up in Detroit. I want to know what your yeah. thoughts on that were. Yeah, they actually quashed that right away. They felt uh. that because of the violence, that it basically just perpetuates the, the theme of Detroit is he violent. He got rid of violence, though. And uh, he did. I, I agree. And, and there is no other RoboCop than Peter Weller. I'm not sure if you know, they were actually talking about uh, remaking that movie. And they are still trying to cast it. They still have to try to claim some of the rights on that movie. But Only if yes. Peter Weller is going to be the uh, in the remake, because RoboCop three sucked, and that's because Peter Weller wasn't RoboCop. So, among among other things, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Speaking of uh, RoboCop and uh, badass men. Uh, we're, we're talking Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, uh, hell yeah. Uh, you like that segue? That was good. Uh, that February, was good. Heard that dude tongue like a rhino. February 18th, there's a movie coming out uh, with Neeson uh, as Unknown, where he is basically a business guy wakes up in Europe, and he finds that some man's taken his identity. It, it kind of looks like a taken. Once again, he's a badass guy. <clears throat> it, it's with uh, Diane Kruger and January Jones. So, so once again, awesome. it has... You know, you're you're strapping man Neeson with <laughs> Duhati, Jones, and Kruger. And, and once again, going back to the Foreign Legion, you have your men, you have your women, whatever taste you have, that movie may be the one for you. It seems like uh, Neeson's gotten kind of dark since his wife checked out. Wait, I'm sorry, I missed that one. Uh, I said it seems like Neeson's got kind of dark in his movies since his wife checked out. Yeah, um, and I, I, I don't know if... He's done that deliberately. Who's laughing at that? Come on. I'm sorry. It's just funny. I was watching South Park, okay? And, you know, besides... (laughs) And to counter that, you know, Clash of the Titans, he was shiny as fuck in that movie. I don't think he was dark at all. (laughs) No, no, it's it's definitely a feel-good movie. Um, Speaking of feel-good movies and and speaking of laughable, the movie that I am most looking forward to in the month of February is... Nicholas, I will start in any crap yes. cage. Yes. <laughs> that shit looks awesome. It's called Drive Angry. It's actually in 3D. I thought that was about the Groundhog from Groundhog It's Day. probably the best plot that I've ever heard of in, in the past <laughs> year or two. It's a sequel Nicholas to Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah, Don't no, Drive Angry. Oh, my bad. 
Don't try to bang her. This, this, this makes Bangkok dangerous look like Orson Welles' prized possession. <laughs> so, basically, Cage is, and I'm not going to give the whole movie away, but as I hear it, Cage is a, a felon who breaks out of prison. Oh, edgy. And, 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 and that, that's good, because, you know, we go, we go back to his glory days with explosions and all that stuff. But it goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than Con Air. He's preventing a cult that murdered his daughter from sacrificing his infant granddaughter. Oh, Does wow. he have to bring a, a stuffed bunny back Which to his infant granddaughter joke. in this one, too? <laughs> as long as they put him in a giant wicker man and set him on fire at the end, I am on board. Tell me he has a southern I, I accent. Well, the, the cool part is he meets this waitress. It has nothing to do, of course, with his real-life wife. But he, he gets this cherry red muscle machine, this, this car, and he drives angry. <laughs> and, and you said cherry red muscle machine. Movie. So if you look at it, seriously, try to, try to go on any of the sites. Look at the stills, and he is driving, and he is angry. <laughs> so definitely, definitely, definitely try to catch that one. And, and once again, that's out February 25th. So there it's not false advertising? That, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. So, so, so this movie is not false advertising. He does drive, and he is angry. No, no, he absolutely drives angry. I am so excited for this that that. Uh, and and once again, I I was actually going to give you passes not only the Beaver but to drive angry too and those things. So, uh, you know, make sure do you drive safely when you go there, though. We don't need absolutely. any accidents. Absolutely, driving angry can can cause horrible horrible things on the road and. And we'll talk about my road rage at another day. The beauty um, of Nicolas Cage is that it's it's not even Valentine's Day yet, and he this is already his second movie release of the year. He's like the I, Stephen I, King of cinema. Exactly, and but I actually Stephen King actually writes a good book every now and then. Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cage, I don't think, has appeared in a decent movie since leaving Las Vegas. No way! No, he died way. at the end of the movie, and his career died at that time. Lord of War was a really Lord good of War. Movie. Lord of War was good. awesome. Ghost Rider? Are we all forgetting about Ghost Rider? Speaking of um, driving you know angry, what? you're right. Ghost Rider was <laughs> a, a pinnacle of crap that that uh, <laughs> I, I almost enjoyed. Face Off. Face Off was a good movie. Hell yeah! Face Off face was off. a flaming turd. Face Off was his best movie. <laughs> What about Broken Arrow? Oh, wait, he wasn't in Broken Arrow. Never mind. He could have been in Broken Arrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it would have fit. A, uh, a, a lighter movie that's coming out, though, is, is Hall Pass with Owen Wilson, Jenna Fisher. It's, it's a Farley Brother movie of, of uh, There's Something About Mary and Dumb and Dumber fame. And this is, uh, once again, a great movie uh, in the Valentine's Day tradition. It's Owen Wilson. He stars as a married man who's granted one week to live a bachelor's life and whore himself out. Awesome. So it's, like it's, it's definitely life every a, a day. married man's picture, and uh, it looks like it's really, really good. <laughs> uh, I, I, I spent a lot of time on it because that's how good it looks. <laughs> we're, 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 go, we're going to Rangu now, that, or Rango, I should say, which is another Gore uh, Verbinski, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp combo. I think I talked about this a little bit before basically he's a family pet he's uh looks like he's a chameleon or, or a uh iguana or something oh, like yeah, that yeah. basically wow. leaves his his family and and uh starts exploring the outside desert <clears throat> world and things like that has a lot of decent people and it has abigail breslin as a fisher 
uh, Alfred Molina, Ray Winston, Harry Dean Stanton, and Ned Beatty. Okay. Uh, so it, it looks pretty interesting, and that's more along the lines of, a, I think, a kid's movie, but enough of an adult touch that I think both will enjoy. Hey, hey, Ned, hey Ned Beatty's um, the guy who played Dick Tracy, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ned, Ned, sure. Ned Beatty. He banged Madonna, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Ned, Ned Beatty, there's only four words you need to know with him. Squeal like a pig. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, him. Hey, hey, back. we got one minute till uh, commercial break. Got uh, any, anything else for us? Uh, two quick ones. Uh, March 11th, Battle of Los Angeles is coming out with Michelle Rodriguez and a bunch of people. <laughs> Looks decent. Uh, men versus aliens is normal. And a Philip K. Dick uh, short story is being remade by... Um, by, well, I don't know who it's being made by, Universal Pictures, more or less, with Matt Damon, Emily Blunt in the lead roles, and cool. uh, Daniel Day Kim of Hawaii Five-0 and Lost Fame. Awesome. So it's coming out in March. I'll probably uh, let you know more about the March movie sometime next month. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, and uh, enjoy your Valentine's Day, all of you. We Men, will, women, children, etc. I will now that i got a real Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and once again, uh, it, it doesn't matter if you have any preferences. You can even ask Mark Sanchez about that. <laughs> so, gentlemen, have a good day, have a good night, and I will see you guys soon. You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bax. See you, Bax. Bax, we're going to commercial. No, right. <laughs> going, going to commercial, right, Adam? We're gone to yep, commercial. That's right. Commercial time. Gone. See ya. See ya. Back in five. Hey, hey, hey. See you guys. Once was a boy wizard whose name was Larry Smarter. Larry, why weren't you in Professor Dinky Doodle's mythical creature classification class? Well, I'm taking Algebra 2 in a foreign language. Oh, so you can talk to unicorns? <laughs> uh, exactly. Unless they're French. Larry wanted to go to college, so he visited knowhowtogo.org to find the classes he really needed. Getting into college doesn't happen magically. Learn more at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council. My sport is football, but my passion is education. My name is Namdi Asmoa, and this is how I live united. I see too many kids miss out on moving up. Kids who could go on to college, but just need that extra little push. So every year, I take promising high school students on a college tour. We check out the dorms, the library, meet some professors, find out where the best late night grub stops are. It shows them that there's a whole world beyond their own. But what's even better is that most of these kids decide college is for them. I'm Namdi Asmoa. I show kids that a higher education means a brighter future. So when it comes to living united, I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Join me. It takes all of us working together to make a difference. Find out how you can live united for education. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. 
This is Adam Hernandez with the Majors Sports Update. Penguins captain Sidney Crosby says he expects to play this season after suffering a concussion, but there are no guarantees he'll be able to make a comeback. Crosby visited the Penguins during Thursday morning skate for the first time since leaving the team last week to visit his parents outside Halifax, Nova Scotia. I hope I'm back and I hope to play this year, Crosby said. That's the thing with concussions you don't know. Golf. A United Arab Emirates business magazine says Tiger Woods received $55.4 million from a developer to promote a local golf resort that has yet to be built. Arabian Business reported Thursday that it has seen documents confirming Woods received the payments to promote the $1 billion project with the course at the centerpiece of a complex of 100 villas, 75 mansions, and 22 palaces. In baseball news, the Los Angeles Angels have have defeated pitcher Jared Weaver in a salary salary arbitration. The pitcher will get a raise from $4,265,000 to $7.365 million instead of his request for $8.8 million. Arbitrators Margaret Brogren, James Oldham, and Robert Herzog made the decision Thursday, a day after hearing arguments. For more, you can go ahead and check out themajors.net or for anything grouty, grouty.com. In the meantime, we'll be getting back to Detroit Grouty Radio. We're back. We're back, everybody. Minor drama in the in the recording booth. Our producer's crapping it up right now. He's doing awesome. <laughs> You're right. This is a total shit show over here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we're waiting. We're going to have Johnny on with business tips in a Make minute. A new uh, sound guy. Welcome. <laughs> what's Tim all doing? Welcome okay. back. To You're doing just fine, Adam. <laughs> doing doing great, our <laughs> Can we uh, can we get the people that worked on the Black Eyes Peace halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I can make them cry. The black eyed peas, I doubt it. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> it's, it's after show. the Super Bowl. Was that the worst halftime show in Super Bowl history or what? Oh, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. <coughs> in recent memory. I usually I thought it was fantastic. I like the lights. I like lights. I didn't Dude, think it was that bad, things. actually. Except you couldn't yeah, hear what they were doing. <laughs> well, it's, I don't really With like the black eyed peas. So. A lot of things are good that are that suck balls. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think everything's good and that everything is good. good is good. <laughs> And that made sense in my head. You have derailed. <laughs> Once again, though, thanks. Thanks. Uh, if you're just joining us, you just missed Megan Hermes and Bax talking movies. Um, go check out Megan Hermes on um, where? Where did? Where did you say you checked her out at, Diggler? Reverb Nation. Re- Re- Reverb Nation. Yes. Do a Google a Google search. Wow, that was that came out funny. She's the fr- that's the yes. first result. Yeah. If you do a Google search and Reverb. hit the "I'm feeling Reverb. lucky" button. 
You get the reverb. And we've got and a caller. we have a caller. This Who's this? Who this? Oh, is this Johnny? You're on with Grouties. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Hey, Guido. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello? Hey, hey. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> 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 All right. Welcome. This is our newest segment, Business Tips with Johnny. What do you got for us uh, this week, Johnny? Well, you know, I figure I start with something very basic that anyone can understand, which is uh, saving some dough every month. Awesome. I like so, money. Yeah, well, I mean, see, everyone likes to see money go into their bank account, not out of their bank account. So, huh. I don't know. I was thinking of just maybe talking about a few things that could help possibly budget your monthly expenses so you can put, you know, a few bucks away for a rainy day. Sounds good. Right on. Let's hear it. So, uh, I mean, basically what I would advise anyone to strive for is, uh, is like a, uh, eight to 12 month goal would be to try to put enough money away that you can eventually have 12 months of savings put away so you can cover your, you know, your, I guess your primary expenses, your house, your car, food on the table, your Hookers. kids' education, if you eat, I mean, you know, if they go to private school, things of that nature. And, um, I mean, really, the e- I mean, the easiest way to do that is just get a pad of paper, really. Start at the top, you know, just with your expenses and make sure you put down every single thing that you spend money on every month religiously. I mean, don't count your entertainment expenses like going out to the bar, grabbing beers, grabbing a burger, and, you know, all that stuff is secondary. So you're saying to, to whatever you make in a 12-month period to save that amount? <laughs> no, he's saying to have an emergency fund of just the necessary needs. Oh, okay, okay. I just want to make sure. One month's worth of, worth of bills, I believe he was getting at, Diggler. Not, <laughs> not like, if you fall on hard times, you can eat ramen. You don't have <laughs> to go. In the next four weeks, save enough money to live off for the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 well, I wish it was that easy, fellas. I know, I, I know Pete's rolling in the dough back there in Michigan, but uh, I'm starving every month out here in, on the East Coast. Life is uh, pretty expensive. But no, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm preaching something that I also have a hard time doing. I mean, it's not easy putting money away every month. I mean, besides your expenses that are of the utmost importance, I mean, you know, we're all so relatively young. You want to go out on the weekends. You want to spend money on stuff that's probably... Hookers. Not that important. Women, booze. Time, oh, you said I mean, not that important. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to some extent, it's important. I mean, it's good to go out and let go and have a good time. But I mean, going overboard. I mean, just, I mean, just in case you lose your job, or God forbid, Peter has another, you know, has another illegitimate child or something like <laughs> that. So, like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, something that adds an extra expense to your life. I mean, really. You just really want to strive to put money away, and the easiest way to do that, like I said, I mean, you can go online, you can, you can Google personal budgeting template, you can download it if you have Excel, and it, it already has it set up with, you know, your home expenses, your daily living, transportation, entertainment, you name it, it's got it, you just fill in the template, and you can somehow budget, I mean, putting away 10 to 30% of your monthly income would be a good target. If you can't do that, anything you put away is good as long as you're uh, 
not bleeding cash at the end of the month. It's always a, it's always a good thing. But uh, would you, you guys have any? Would you suggest yeah. like a savings account or something more than that? If you're going to just to start off when you're trying to do something like oh. this. Okay, so what I do personally, which I really like, HSBC has an online savings account that yields about, well, I have, it yields about 1.5%. Most savings accounts yield <laughs> probably maybe 20 basis points, like which is 0.2%. It's, it's, it's basically nothing, and it's free to set up. There's no monthly fees. There's no yearly fees, and it's a great way to put money away, whether it's a few hundred bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month. I so, a, yeah, I have an ING account that uh, I do the same exact thing with. They were, they're yeah. a, another high-yield savings yeah. account. that. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. I, ING is a great one, too. And, and I just from a personal note, uh, it's, it's cool to have it kind of away from your, your bank or your credit union that you have, have your debit card with because it's it's money that you can't touch now. You know what I mean? It's, it's separate and it's off to the side. You can still have it accessed and transferred into your checking account when you need it if, if you fall in hard times, like you said, but... If you save it off to the side, it's it's almost like it's it's not there, and you're not going to spend it like you said on on burgers and beer. So, so you're you're telling me that the the dog track is not a good <laughs> place to invest my money. <laughs> the dog track. Well, well, see, n- now that's a whole different beast. That you want to talk investing? <laughs> Come on, now. I mean, I'd rather. I would I would rather bet on the ponies myself, but that I'm not was, a betting man. I was gonna so. say that I'm like the horse racing's way better. <laughs> totally not fixed. Remember, no, I mean, let me tell you a story <laughs> next time you're in Michigan, Johnny, about that. Hey, Johnny, this I is. Mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, hey, Johnny, this is Squirrel. Um, you're um coming from me. My uh, my savings account consists of how many empty beer bottles are in my closet. <laughs> so I just what, what's a what's a good way to uh, what's a good way to uh, kind of trim the fat to you know put so you can get to a point where you're putting a, a few bucks aside if you're on a tight budget. What's a good thing that you know that everyone does that you can maybe cut out to you know spend a few less dollars every month. Well, I mean the things that. The things that I try to count in my life, I can only speak from personal experience and things I tell clients at work, but, you know, really when it comes down to it, it's like things that aren't important, like going out to the bar every weekend or going out to the bar even during the week. I mean, if you go out to the bar, let's say on Monday night, like you go to Sandy's or something like that, I mean, maybe you just drink water. This sounds stupid, but maybe drink water instead of having four or five beers or don't go to the bar at all for one week or you know maybe instead of going out and making a spontaneous purchase at a store I mean maybe premeditate the things that are of a necessity to your you know to your current lifestyle and then maybe two or three months down the road if you really want something then put money aside for that as well but don't uh, I guess don't try to be too spontaneous with things so so it would help it would it would help if Squirrel canceled his gay porn subscription for like a month or two. Oh, I've. He said the necessities. Yeah, I'm oh. not trimming any oh. necessities. All right. <laughs> he gets rid of food before he gets rid of that. No, maybe. Uh, um, I think maybe what you're trying to say, Johnny, is like if you are going to go out to go out to the bar with your buddies, which you you don't want to cut out completely, maybe uh, you know, make yourself a hot dog at home before you do, yeah, so you up, don't pick uh, up some beers from the dumpster on your <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like in my situation, I, I I drink before I go out, so I, I have a, you know, I you know I you know I you know I use my term from college pre gaming. I, I I'll drink in my apartment to avoid ten dollar beer night in New York City because trust me, every night is ten dollar beer night in New York City. Pass out on the train on the way in. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. Hey, they don't talk about me falling asleep on the air. <laughs> well, that's a true story. Sweet. Oh, falling asleep. Okay, never mind. <laughs> No, we do we do appreciate it, Johnny, and uh, that's uh, those are some good tips. We uh, we're 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 ripping on you and joking, but uh, those are those are some oh, good I, tips I, that we'll try to we'll uh, try to uh, take advantage of. And uh, anything else before uh, we uh, finish up I mean, the uh, segment? I mean, yeah, I mean, one last thing. I mean, really, my advice to to anybody in the world is to make sure before you put in, you know, start to invest money in the market because there are risks associated with that just like there are risks with anything in life but make sure you put the money away that is is, is like a rainy day slush fund just in case you do lose your job or something happens to you medically or something like that just just in case you never know what's going to happen once you get that kind of cushion then talk to somebody about investing your money i wouldn't uh i mean people i meet a lot of people that think they know what they're talking about when it comes to investing money and it's it's just get someone's opinion. I mean, you don't have to hire somebody, but call me, call someone you know that's a financial advisor or a wealth manager, and just and just and just pick their brain. It never hurts to ask questions, and anyone that's a real human is going to give you their opinion and not try to charge you money for it because, you know, I mean, money is one third of everyone's life besides religion and your family. I hate to say it, so I mean, money is a very important part of life, mm-hmm. and I. I, I I would just hate to, you know, have someone lose all of it because of just poor judgment. We want to uh, make sure our listeners can call you. So if you need to call Johnny, you can call him at one eight hundred zero one Guido, and <laughs> he will help you out hey, with any financial problems hey, you may have. My short, hey, dude, my show's on in like forty minutes. Jersey Shore's coming out. That's awesome. Hey, Johnny, we really appreciate it, man. We uh, look forward to talking to you again soon, man. All right, well, have a good one. Thanks, guys. See you, Johnny. Thanks, man. You're awesome. See ya. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, very cool. Uh, We are actually, to show how versatile us grouties are, we are going to go from probably the most serious segment we now have, this business tip segment, to our most ridiculousness. (laughs) (laughs) With... uh, with, uh, I hope you guys like that segment. Please stay tuned because Kids Corner is up next. Yes. Those damn kids. Coming back. Those crazy brats. segment, we talked about hookers three times. Let's, <laughs> let's get, out, get out of the way. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to Kids Corner on Detroit's Grouty Radio. Oh, shit. 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 O
How come the window's broken in this map, dude? Okay. Yes, yes, officer. <laughs> Shut up, guys. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna say it. He has to be registration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got him right here. Um, uh, Should we give him Wait, I'm not wearing any pants. I'm not wearing any pants. I'm not wearing any pants, right? Um,
Sorry, Diggler. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get them back for let's, at least three to five days. Let's go back to Diggler's house and fish oh. them out for you. Next Wednesday, we can smoke some mad poop, guys. <laughs> It's a good thing he showed you the strong arm of the Lord. I mean, the officer of the law. You see the gas? Let's get the fuck out of here. It's the latest drive. Yeah. You kind of suck at driving, Diggler. It's just like a video game. As much as liquor sucks at sucking. No matter <laughs> what I do, my day always ends up the same. <laughs> Wow, those crazy them, kids. Them kids are crazy. Always getting in trouble with the law. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little worried about those brats, man. They're running into trouble at a, at a young age. They got some potty mouths too. Yeah. Yep. They have they have strange ideas about the world. Yeah, really? Do they kiss their funny uncles with those mouths? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, Arseface, what do you think about that one? It wasn't real, by the way. It was, it was awesome. It was a, it was staged. In case you couldn't tell from the there were, we did our that. inability to separate the cop voice from the kid voice, <laughs> it was it was reminiscent of old Charlie Brown. Yeah. So we don't old need peanuts. Any, we don't need any emails about how we made a kid suck a cop stick. <laughs> yeah, it was it was no all fake. it was all just sound effects and imagination. So. No police penises were sucked during the filming of this kid's corner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> At least not during that. Maybe during that time, a, a sure cop was getting I'm a sure somewhere a cop is getting a blowjob. But it right was now? not from a kid that we know and that <laughs> appeared on our show. Okay, no pee holes were harmed in the making of this episode of Kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a baton was not stuck where pee comes from. <laughs> <laughs> is that as graphic as it can get? <laughs> Without saying anything gross. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep it clean. <laughs> I try, I try, I try. Jesus Christ. PG. So, uh, so, so how you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> good. Did we, uh, we never got around to a dead cast, did we? No, we, we did not. We yeah, had who, to skip dead cast. Who ate shit today? Did somebody die? Or this week? I don't know. I was just hoping one of you guys yeah. be like, oh, oh yeah, that guy died. I don't think anybody died. Actually, no, no I actually uh, looked wow. and <laughs> I actually did look. There really wasn't. Any the week one of death. prominence. Yeah, it was kind of... I mean, I'm sure there was a couple of people, but like, they're, the only thing I could find is one of the foreign press guys who's part of the Golden Globes shot himself. I got head, one. So. I got one. Uh, Gary Moore, the Thin Lizzy guitarist. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Gary oh, Moore? Yeah. yeah. Gary football bomber. No, Gary Moore. He was young, too. He was a lot younger than I thought. 58. Jay yeah. Moore? Mm. Jay Moore? Is Jay Moore's dad, No, actually. we're not that lucky. How did he die? Uh, Self-inflicted. His heart stopped. stopped. Yeah, his heart stopped, his brain stopped working, and uh, oh, he did died. he have did he have a brain attack? <laughs> brain pain. <laughs> One time, me and Artifact took out uh, this first aid this class. This is so true. And uh, <laughs> we always, we thought it was hilarious, of course, because we're idiots. But they were talking about they're like, I understood they call it a heart attack, but then there's a stroke, and I just don't understand why they don't refer to it as a brain attack. Because that's exactly what it is, and we're looking. We're like looking at each other, like, "What are you talking about?" So of course we wrote brain attack all over our books and notebooks and stuff like that. This so. is uh, this is. Uh, I think you're having a brain attack. This is right like now. first year college or whatever. Yeah, was, we were freshmen, and um, there was only like eight people in the class. So everyone sat at their own table. It was Lick, a great, great. Nicholas sat in front of me, and for mm, like, what was it, a whole week or so? I'm noticing him just writing numbers in a notebook. 
like start. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's and it's he had already <laughs> he had figured out how many days until Phantom Menace was coming out. Awesome. And he was writing every single number from that number of days down so he could just x off the days. I saw the notebook somewhere. And it took you forever. It was like nine hundred and some days. Or uh, it was. It was like three so years. Wait a minute. Away. You wrote like nine hundred eight ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for all three of the movies. You're, oh my god! Yeah, brain, brain, he did just do it for Phantom Menace. Up. Yeah, you did it for. It was actually Attack of the Clones. That's right, because Phantom had just come yeah. out. I'm sorry, this yeah. is in what 99 or 2000. Yeah. So Phantom had just come out, so he is now doing three years worth of numbers <laughs> until Attack of the Clones is released. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I did cross it off. I mean, I yeah, finished. This is, this is he's not paying attention. It's just a, a week's worth of class <laughs> of him writing numbers yeah, in a notebook. Because guess what? No bullshit. Motherfucker saw Phantom Menace and said, I can't wait for the next one. I saw it ten times in the theater. I know there's going to be twice as much Jar Jar in the <laughs> next one. And then Lucas dropped the ball and only had him True. for like ten minutes. True, and movie made less the, money. And made, you know, $130 million less. Then so the best one, the third one, he, what does he do? Just excuse he says, excuse me. Says, excuse me. That's all he says. He burps yeah. and says, yeah. excuse me. It is pretty awesome. It's my favorite part of it. He runs into a wall. Um, (laughs) So, speaking of movies, since this seems to be movie cast, uh, some news for the month. Um, Kevin Smith's next movie, Red State, is releasing in theaters on in October. But before that, it's going on tour. Tour like like Broadway type tour. Like Kevin Smith is loading up his bus and traveling the country. He might be flying. I don't know. No, he's he lo- can't he's, fly. He's lost some weight, so he might be flying. <clears throat> um, no, no, sure, dude's off no, like seventy pounds. He said so, he was embarrassed. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, another hundred to go, Kev. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the Weight Watchers thing, man. He's lost seventy in like uh, the last six weeks. I'll tell you what. What? That seems highly unhealthy. If if I. If I ever see Kevin Smith on a Weight Watchers commercial, I'm I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll go that far. But I anyway, lost he's touring the country. He's gonna be at the uh, Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor uh, cool. in March, I believe. Tickets are like sixty five bucks. But it's because it's because his, his show spanned two days because the fucker never shuts up. But he also <laughs> like yeah an eight hour is, show of eight hour spoken word. There's two meals. He is doing a uh, Q and A session after the screening, so you get the movie. And him answering probably one question for three hours, like his last special. Is is did he lose weight because he never stops talking? <laughs> <laughs> There's no time to eat. Yeah, he just cannot possibly put food in his mouth at the same time. Is it true that he's retiring? I, I yeah. Saw after something. after hit somebody, which is his hockey movie, he says he's done directing film. He's probably gonna do a bunch of podcast stuff because they've got like a million podcasts. So yeah, this Modcast Network. So yeah, Tom Green records at the Smodcast. He right? has almost as many uh, podcasts on as, uh, as our space. Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost as many. <laughs> if we could uh, borrow some of his listeners, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that out. Yeah, so if you listen to Kevin Smith, talk to Kevin Smith, or you know, just happen to know people who like Kevin Smith, listen to Grouty Radio. Oh, we're talking about Kevin Smith. I thought you meant Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> are Jane Silent Bob going to be in this movie? No. Uh, Jane Silent Bob are mm. done. Why? Bomber. Murder suicide. <laughs> yes, murder suicide. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm just—I still am just not that interested in Kevin Smith movies that don't have Jane Silent Bob. 
Yeah, a lot of people aren't, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, I, I don't want to rip on him. I like Kevin Smith. I'm rooting for him. I just, I want to see Jane Silent Bob movies. I wanted like 10 more. I couldn't get enough Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, shit. I, mean, I wanted like 10 more. Why continue on with your most popular characters that people love and adore? Dude, I, if I you had it. to be in the movies, would you? He doesn't say shit. Doesn't matter. How hard I'm is it to stand that. in a black trench coat? Oh, wow, wow, wow. People here. love these movies, love these two characters I made up that make dick and fart jokes, and I'm not going to do it anymore because. Oh, no, it just makes too much money. And I don't know. Dude's 40. You can't be Silent Bob and 40 years old. It doesn't play. <laughs> sure you can. I think you can. He can I'm have kids. Why can't, the, why can't their children? I would not be surprised to see dude, cameos. Dude, have you ever met a 40, what? 45, 50, 55-year-old stoner? They're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're trying to get something done, then it's not. I, just, I mean, they come out funny. with Jane. They come out with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Where's Return of Jane Silent Bob? That, that's that's that. That's what I want to know. Yep. That's a good point. Yep. Dan's got a point. Maybe Jay will relapse and he'll have to dangle another movie carrot in front of him to get him clean again. Just do Jay and Silent Bob die. <laughs> Kill the Marvel universe. Yeah. Or Jay and Silent Bob uh, go to hell, kind of like Bill and Ted. You know. But then like at the, the last scene is two women uh, in, in, on a labor and delivery table giving birth to two kids. And uh, one is smoking a cigarette dude. and the other one's dancing with his penis tucked in his leg. That is brilliant. And it's like, there you go. You got the children. The next movie can be 18 years later. Oh you start, God, the, start it all over again. Good that Lord. is brilliant, dude. Yeah. That is, I like it. I like it. Kevin Smith, if you are listening, write it. Just do it. Write it. Hey, make, make this happen. <laughs> I want, I want one million dollars for my idea. That's all I want. Yeah. We but actually had an entire another segment lined up for this show. We're gonna have to push that back to uh, Grouty after the show. Diggler's got a crazy new workout for oh us. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna throw down for us. So we, we, this was a jam-packed show. Is like, it Zamba? It's like Lickless's butt. <laughs> if. If this show was bread and our content was Vegemite, it would have been a piece that Lickless loaded up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I would have ate it with a smile on my face because that shit is awesome. Uh, I'm a man of back if you guys, If you guys missed last week's episode, we, of course, talked about uh, our Vegemite. T- oh, don't open it. Oh. I opened it. It's open. It's like the Ark of the smell Covenant. smell that shit from it, here. It smells so bad. God, Cover your eyes. It looks... I feel like I've eaten enough Vegemite to last my lifetime, and it looks like we've barely touched that. Why job. is there an M M&M and M stuck in there? Mm, how, how did that happen? <laughs> mm. I don't know. You better eat oh, it though. Fuck. He's eating oh, more Vegemite. Raw dog. The bit ended a week ago. Like, let's do not need you eating more. Eating it all week. He has it on his desk at work. I'm not gonna lie. In small amounts, I think that stuff tastes awesome. You haven't even tried it yet, or in fact, you're not allowed to say anything. Oh, that's right. We got a minute left. Just dip your entire. <laughs> then just throw the start effect. He needs to take a little. Just bit. take a little. You know, someone put it on the tip of their dick. It'll make it taste better. It Jesus. might. I can shoot it out in your. So I showered yet today, right, yeah, so that might improve the taste. Let's wrap up this so show. So gross. Wrap up this show the way we started the last. <laughs> yes, oh yeah. Oh, that was a pretty healthy amount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your face is priceless. <laughs> Mm. Oh, it's a lot. Oh. What do you think, Artifact? It's a lot saltier than I thought it was. Oh, it's a pure salt. That's, That's what she said. said. That's <laughs> why I think it tastes good. Uh, I need a beer to wash this down. Yeah, I'm kidding. It's kind of like when you tried to suck that gerbil out of that dude's ass. <laughs> Except that worked. It's worse than that. But saltier. It's yes. like, whenever yeah. you compare it to, you have to finish it with but saltier. <laughs> My God, the aftertaste is like, fucking horrid. It lasts for 12 hours. It's like, Rosie, O'Don- it's like Rosie O'Donnell and Oprah scissoring, but saltier. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about sums it no, up for you our... Are, you are brutal, my friend. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> that about sums Dude, up our jam-packed episode Fed. of you want water? Karate Radio. <laughs> <laughs> episode 76. Stay tuned for Extra Grinning starring Nicholas and Diggler this week. Yeah. And also stay tuned for Grouty after the show where we are going to have the overflow from what we didn't quite get to this week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Said flow. See you. Bye.